We all fail all the time. Yeah. And I tell my, my team all the time, it's not a failure because we fail forward. Yeah. Learn from that. You have to learn from this. So, you know, if you're in recovery or, or anything like that, take it for what it is. Go forward, move forward. Don't feel like a failure because we all fuck up, no matter what. Just because you got kicked in the fucking face does not mean you're done. Hey everybody, I'm Eric Obremt and you're listening to Be Authentic or Get the Fuck Out. We talk about real shit, what's on our minds, and don't give a fuck if it makes you feel a little uncomfortable. So sit back, strap in, and get ready for some real shit. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Be Authentic or Get the Fuck Out. I'm your host, Eric Obremt, here at the Blue Collar American Dream Conference, and we've got a special guest today. I want to introduce you to Donald Sanchez. Donald, thanks for being there, brother. Thanks for having me. Dude, I love these impromptu interviews, right? Like we're hanging out here and we're looking for cool, different, unique individuals to have conversations with. And uh, I think you're that guy. I'm, you know, I'm pretty different. Yeah. I'd say I'm different for sure. Unique. Yeah. So you own a roofing company, yes, but you're also a professional fighter. Yes, sir. How'd you get into fighting? Uh, fighting. I grew up on the streets in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Okay. Uh, I was a smaller guy. So okay. Guys trying to fuck with me a lot. Too. Yeah. I was pretty good at it, you know? So uh, as I as I progressively got older, you know, I just got, got in the gym and and uh, they asked me if I wanted to. like MMA fighting. Yeah. yeah. I've okay. done all of it. Everything. Okay. MMA, kickboxing, boxing, bare knuckle boxing. Yeah. What do you love about it? Uh, I love the that I get to push myself. I get to go to a different level. I can mentally get past something. It's my drug. Okay. It's my drug. So it's not about the violence. Right? About the it's about you. It's me. It's uh, my self-care. Right. It's my dopamine, my, my drug. You know, it's my addiction. What's the feeling when you lose? Feeling when you lose, you know? Um, I've lost so much in life. Uh, I just had to get back up. Yeah. Get better. I had to watch what. I like losing better because I learned from it. Sure. The wins, you don't, you don't learn. No, I know. The, the reason I asked the question is just because, like, I, it, fighting hasn't been something I grew up doing, right? Um, I was always able to just, like, scare people with my size, and I could avoid <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, if you look crazy enough and fucking, you know, you're big, you can just avoid a fight, right? And that was what I did growing up. Um, and when I was drinking, I just, be, you know, like, you just, ah, motherfucker. And, you know, like, you could get away with shit, right? But, like, actually, actually fighting, but then... But then being in a, in a in like a real fight, like doing an MMA fight or a kickboxing or whatever it is, my curiosity is in that moment of physically, like physically being beaten, right? It's not just like, oh, I fucked up that deal or I lost $10,000 or whatever I could rebuild from that. But what's like that, that feeling has to be a little bit different when you physically get beat and have to pick yourself back up again. Is that an accurate statement or is it not? It's very accurate, you know, because... Um, we gotta analyze it. Why? You gotta kind of like uh, when you fall down, you know, you, you gotta get back up. Yeah. You gotta analyze what at why did why did I fucking lose? What did I do wrong? It's a, it's a it's like a chess match, you know. Any little movement, it's a it's a matter of seconds, a matter of inches. Yeah. You know? So you gotta look back on that and find it out and mentally prepare to go to the next level to change those little things. And you said you've had over a hundred fights 
I so recorded, I think I have maybe like 80 additional flights. Um, but before, when I didn't know I, yeah, was, yeah, pro, yeah, yeah. I was pro, and you're how old? I'm 39. I mean, that's got to be fucking with your body by now, right? I feel amazing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got a few more years. Good for you. Why? Yeah, how long can you do this? I would say I'm nearing the end of it. Okay. Few years back, I thought I was at the end. I took a couple years off. Yeah. And then I, I just got the love back for me. Yeah. Thing. But it helped me build my company. So I was just going to ask that question. So how does it equate to business? It, it's so relatable. Yeah. Because mentally, you got to push yourself to a different level and you get fucked up all the time. You lose money. You have bad customers. You have to figure out a way. You have to, you have to put the pieces of the puzzle together. Right. So... Uh, for me, I was always the leader in the gym. Yeah, I was leading, hey, let's go fucking run. We got to do five miles. We got to do this. So it related for me in the business too because I can lead the team now. I can, I can push them. I know how to push people. That's what I'm good at. Right. So I can push them. I can get goals from them. I can make them go to a, a different area. And it's got to make those losses. It's got to make those losses a little bit easier to stomach because we all fucking lose in business, right? Honestly. But you know what? I didn't get punched in the fucking face. <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, honestly, I'd rather get punched, punched in the, in the face. face. Yeah. It was $10,000. You know what? I don't fucking disagree with that. That is an accurate fucking <laughs> statement. So w- when we were talking a little bit before, um, uh, you know, my listeners and, and, and viewers know about my recovery story, right? And living in addiction and, and all that. And I talked about it today on stage. Um, you know, fucking running snakes on a glass table and everything else. Um, but you were telling me before that you've got a little bit of history with addiction with your mom. Yeah, man. My my mom was an addict. Uh, she she passed away a few years ago. Sorry. Uh, it's okay. You know, it, it was her choices that, yeah. of, of going down that line. You know, she didn't necessarily want to help herself. She had us there, but she was so far past that point. Right. You know, um, I mean, how fucking hard is that to watch? It sucked bad, but I had to be the person where I couldn't enable her too. Right. So it was fucking hard, man. Like I had her living in one of my houses before and like, I swear she, she was getting better and everything. And then all of a sudden all my money's gone, just stealing from me and everything. And, uh, what am I, what am I going to do? You know, like, mom, I'm sorry, but you're going to have to live on your own now. I can't keep doing, I'm the one killing you. Right. You're like, I'm literally, you're stealing my shit so you can go, go get dope. So when she died, did you feel responsible? Man, it's been tough. Um, I, I, uh, I know I tried to help so yeah. many times. I tried, I tried. I wasn't trying to imply that you should. I'm just, I'm yeah. curious about that um, feeling, right? It's just that feeling. It's a tough feeling. It's right. bad. Um, so um, at the end of the day, I know I tried to help. Yeah. And she didn't want to help herself as much as I wanted to help her. Right. So it's, you know, you could, it should, it goes it, with anything in life is if you can't do it for them, like they can't do it for themselves, you know? Right. Thing. So, um, yeah, I was tough. I felt, felt like, uh, I could have helped a little more. Yeah. But, but there's nothing you could have done. Right. And, and that was the point of me asking your question. It was only a matter of time. Yeah. Like it, you, you can't save everybody. And it's one of the things that, you know, we struggle with a lot because of the, our nonprofit, Rivers in Recovery. We, we try to help these people and we try to put families back together, right? And, you know, we've got these amazing success stories of people that have gotten clean, have been clean since they came to Rivers in Recovery three, four years ago. But, you know, we've got other stories of guys that came in, we sent them to treatment, 
and they just couldn't fucking grab it and they OD, right? And we got to live with that shit because we walk, because we sit back and go, man, what else could we have done? Could we have had more aftercare available? You know, should I have called him one more time? You know what I mean? Like, and it, it, that shit, it, like, that shit sits with you for a really long time, right? Like, it'll keep you up at night on occasion. So, like, I empathize, right, is the point of, like, but it was your fucking mom. Yeah. Like, that's that's a big fucking deal, right? And, it, and it's so hard to watch that. And, and the point is, is that if you have people like that in your life that are struggling with that, my suggestion to people that are watching and listening is you have to get somebody in front of them that understands it, right? That understands what addiction is so that they can feel relatable to it because they can only hear from somebody that doesn't have the issue to fucking stop so many times because it just feels like you're being judged and and told what to do, right? But if people are listening and they've got people like that in their family or in their life, they need to reach out to people that have been through it, right? Or if you're a family member that has somebody, you know, not to put you on the spot, but like those people need to reach out to you, right? Or to people like you that have been through that so that you can empathize with them and be like, I fucking know exactly what you're going through. You're not alone. Don't go jump off the fucking bridge. You know what I mean? Like yeah. not literally, but figuratively. Sure. Because that's the kind of mindset, you know, that, that you go through. So like, I just, I, I wanted to empathize with that. Uh, because it's such a big deal, uh, and it, and it's amazing to see what you've done now, right? You said you're running a successful business in Albuquerque. Uh, what got you into roofing? So you know my my family they're they're all in the trades. Okay, um, and I wanted to do exactly opposite, and that's why I ended up becoming a fighter in eighteen. But I fucking landed right back into it. Yeah, you know it fucking sucks you back in. It sucked me right it back in. Sucks you back in. Yeah. Well, you know, um, to be honest. I, I like helping people. Yep. I love helping people. And I saw how I'm able to help people with, like, you have a roof over your head. If it's not over your head, it's, it's fucking up all, everything inside. Right. You know? So, um, we're able to help people with that stuff and, you know, insurance getting paid for and whatnot, but, uh, it just, it feels good to help someone with probably their biggest financially but thing that they're ever going to do is own a house. So what do you love more? Do you love, do you love business or fighting more? If you had to pick one and money wasn't an issue? Uh, I would say business. And really? Yeah, I would because I, in business, I'm able to help people. Like we can set goals and we can reach out. And so it's helping people inside of the company. Yes, the right? people in our company, that's fucking amazing. Yep. And we have plenty of love. Them. I love them to death. Yep. And as a matter of fact, my top three salesmen, they're all recovering addicts. I love that. Yeah. Love that. So um, I would probably have our top four, but we had one that relapsed and we hadn't seen him for a couple of years. I'm giving him another chance right now. That's hard to do. It's so hard. And man, and, uh, I get my ass kicked for, for doing, giving so many chances. Because, because one of the issues that I run into is like, I brought somebody in that had just gotten out of rehab and I knew him for a while and I had to get rid of him because we made a deal. And I said, you can come, you can work for me, but if you drink, if you use, you're gone. Yeah. That's just, that's the fucking deal. Right. And he did, yeah. and he fucking relapsed and he came to me and he was like, and he's like, you know, can I have another? I'm like, dude, here's the thing. We made a deal. 
You fucking broke it. You go get your shit straight for six months, come back, and now you can re-interview in six months, and I'll make a decision on whether or not you can come back. But it's so hard because you don't want to kick them out of the street. Yeah. Because in your mind, this is the only way that they can survive. It is. Yeah. Right? But it's like you might have to go eat a little humble pie and go flip burgers at fucking McDonald's for six months. I I mean, I was super rough on it. Yeah. It's been two years, as a matter of fact. And... uh I sent him to rehab. He did. He did three thirty days. Yeah, and he then he checked himself out. So, like the people that I'm close with that that have been three, nothing pisses me off more than somebody checks themselves out of rehab because they fucking figured it out. He he, he has a mouth. Yeah, how to fucking talk. Yes. So he got himself out. We're yep. like sixty days minimum. Yeah, sixty. Yeah. He got out, and then you know I have my top salesman. She's thirteen years going strong, and she's like, he's just a dry drunk. He's a dry drunk. He's not doing the step. Not working a program. He doesn't have a sponsor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's still not to this day. So that's our goal with him. Yeah. Because he's been good for two years. He's following our steps right now for the company. So that shows me good faith that he might call us. Get him to start coming to roofers and recovery meetings. Oh, that's perfect. Right? He can hang out with other roofers in the industry that are all sober or trying to get sober. Yeah. Right? Like that. that's why we built this community because we know there's such an addiction problem in the industry, we needed a place that's safe for people to go, Yeah, right? You go to these conferences and what's everybody usually doing? They're going out and getting fucked up at night, going to the strip club, fucking whores. You know what I mean? Like doing whatever it is that they're gonna do. Yeah. But there's a lot of people there that don't wanna do that and they're scared and they're living in fear yeah. and they don't have anywhere to go. And we wanted to facilitate somewhere that like, we'll have meetings in the morning when we come to events like this, where these people will have somewhere safe to come and start their day off right. You know what I mean? And like take a moment and meditate and fucking realize where they are and be present and like go in there to learn and you know what I mean? And not worry about the after party. For sure. So I love that. So like, please get your people involved because like we want to support guys like you that give a fuck about the recovery community. Not, not even in recovery yourself, right? But like give a shit about the plight of these people and what they're going through because of the experience that you had with your mom, dude, it means so much to me to to have people like you that are in the industry that care about what we care about because it's it's so hard to communicate it sometimes yeah. to people that haven't lived it. For sure, it's it, it's so tough, you know. For me, it's hard for me to correlate because I I'm I wasn't an addict. Right. I'm not an addict. Right. But I seen it. I grew up. We saw it, man. I lived it. I lived Because addiction does not just affect the fucking person that's addicted. It affects everybody around them and it affects their lives almost more so than their own. 100%. Right. And we don't think about the people that we're hurting and the people we're harming. The thing that I said on stage today was that we are not born. We did not come out of the womb to be pieces of shit we were born to help other people somehow, right? It might take us some years to figure out what that means, but we were not born to be pieces of shit. Yeah. We have to figure out how we get to give back and how we get to help because all that shit comes back a hundredfold. 100 times. Dude. For sure. So at the end of our episodes, which I'm assuming you haven't seen, but you're going to start watching now, at the end of every episode, I always give the floor back to the guest to give them two or three minutes to either expand on something we talked about or maybe something that I didn't even know to bring up that you want to leave our listeners and our viewers with 
that they can walk away with and maybe they can either implement or just something as a daily reminder? You know, I, I just want to say, I got up on the stage and I talked about failing. We all fail all the time. Yep. And I tell my, my team all the time, we don't, we're not, it's not a failure because we fail forward. Yes. Learn from that. You have to learn from this. So, you know, if you're in recovery or, or anything like that, take it for what it is. Go forward, move forward. Don't feel like a failure because we all fuck up. No matter what. Just because you got kicked in the fucking face does not mean you're done. No, I've lost a lot of fights. Yeah. It didn't mean I was done. It didn't mean I failed. No. So at the end of the day, we just keep going forward. You're not done unless you quit. Unless you quit. You're not done. You don't lose unless you fucking quit. Then you do fucking lose. And then you're a loser. Yeah. As you quit. Yeah. Quitters and losers. Fucking right. So... Dude, thank you so much for jumping in. I, I'm glad we got to spend this time together, get to know each other. Hope to get to know get to know you even more. Yeah, for sure. Uh, everybody watching, listening, please like, subscribe. I don't have any sponsors for this shit. Um, I pay for all of this out of my own pocket. So cost of admission, share this shit, please. Share it with everybody you know so that hopefully they can get some value. We can help some more people. And remember, everybody, be authentic or get the fuck out. Get the fuck down if you can't be authentic. Uh. Yeah. Swipes.